Welcome to the podcast, gonna listen to Katie talking. Welcome to the podcast, gonna listen to... That should be the new theme song. Is it kind of upsetting that I'm still on my closet floor? Let's just pretend that I've been sitting here since July 22nd. (laughs) It is now August 7th. I've been here for 18 days. I don't know if I did that math correctly. That was fully mental math. I promise I am in at least third grade math level wise. Is August 7th minus July 22nd. 19 days. Did I say 18 days or 19 days? I don't even remember what it was. You know, it's fine. Um, Today, I have an actual thing that I want to talk about. Last time was just kind of like the introduction, so it didn't actually have any rhyme or reason to the episode. But today, I want to talk about, hence the title of this podcast, the process of achieving. Specifically, my process of achieving. And when I say achieving, I don't mean like accomplishing every goal and dream that I have and becoming the most rich and famous person alive who is Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Anyway, um, what I want to talk about is like, uh, how I like get stuff done. Honestly, like not exactly productivity, but kind of productivity because I'm probably one of the not one of the least productive people ever. Not because I don't get stuff done, but just because I procrastinate so much, which is one of the main topics that I want to discuss today. I don't have any notes or anything, but I, I can just talk, you know, I'm good at that kind of thing. It's just talking, especially as I'm just talking to myself. I'm just talking to a microphone. I'll just pretend I'm like, I don't know. You know that thing you do where you like pretend you're writing a journal, but you're not actually writing a journal. You're just talking or thinking. I'm going to do that, but I'm talking into a microphone. So procrastination, you know, it's something (laughs) most of us do procrastinate. Uh, I, in particular, procrastinate so much. It's such a problem. And I feel like I could, like, do so much more in my life if I didn't procrastinate so much. People always are shocked when they find out how late, oops, sorry, voice crack, how late in the game I, like, get to doing something. But the problem for me is that I still succeed after I've procrastinated. For example, other people, you know, procrastinate, 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 and then they have to cram a lot before like a test or you know they have to get this thing in for work and then since they're cramming what they get like the results of their test or whatever aren't good because they waited so long and they didn't put in the amount of work that they should have and then they just don't do well for that reason but for me I still do fine so there's really nothing motivating me to not procrastinate Because the desire to avoid the misery that comes with cramming is not strong enough to keep me from procrastinating. And so I just continually push things off until they all add up. Like, for example, my summer work. It's so sad. I literally have only three books to read, actually. Three is not a lot. I've definitely had to read more than that in the past. But this year we have three books we have to read for English, for my AP English class. And I am only like two-thirds of the way through one of them and they're due when I get back to school at the beginning of September which is not ideal and I still haven't done my art history summer work either 
and I don't know how long that's going to take. I really have no idea like what exactly I'm supposed to do. I haven't really looked into it yet. And on top of that, I have so much college stuff to prepare for. I'm still trying to study for the SAT. I've studied once and the SAT is on August 29th and today is August 7th. So that is not good. And I'm also really worried that the SAT is going to get canceled because some of them already have. And I just don't want it to get postponed again because literally I just want to get it over with. I never wanted to take the SAT to begin with. Who actually wants to take the SAT? I'm just doing it because I have to. And I'd like to just, you know, get it done and then not have to think about it again. But no, the coronavirus is just perpetuating this process and it's such a pain in the butt. But yeah, back to back to the topic at hand. Um, I just procrastinate so hard that it really like, first of all, kind of weighs on my mind all the time because I'm always like, oh man, I really could be doing something productive right now, but I'm not. And like that knowledge does not make me feel good about myself, which is, you know, something, it's unfortunately something that I could change. And I don't know why I don't just change it because I could just like, you know, get on with things, but I don't. And I think this is something that a lot of us do and like face. It's just like a, that is the human struggle is just not doing the things we're supposed to be doing. And it's funny too, because if I have tasks that I don't even like necessarily like want to do, but I also don't have to do. If I have optional things that I could be doing, I will always do them before I do the things that I actually have to do, which stinks. That is not a good habit. I should try to like break that habit because really I could just be doing those optional things, you know, when I have a minute, but I need to be getting these important things like my schoolwork out of the way. I think one of the problems is that they take so long. You know, reading a book, you can't just, like, sit down, bang that out, done for, you know, the day. You have to, that's, like, a multiple-day thing, reading a book. And for some people, multiple weeks. For some people, months. Some people straight up just can't even read. And that's so hard for them to, like, do the work. My sister cannot read. She can read. She has an education. But she does not, like, sit down and read and absorb the information properly and that's something that a lot of people struggle with and if I was one of those people man that would be even worse and it's crazy because I actually love reading but I literally just cannot read a school book for my life because I have to because it's because it's a responsibility that I have and therefore I actively avoid getting it done and yeah that's a really annoying thing and it really gets in the way of my ability to like achieve in school not that I you know, score badly or anything. I'm honestly very happy with my grades and stuff, but I just always know that I could be doing better or I could be cramming less. I could be procrastinating less and I should be, but I don't. So that's just something I know that holds me back and I should really try to make an effort this year, I think, to like stay on top of things so that I don't always feel so held back by my own, you know, shortcomings. Um, But I'm obviously off to a great start with that. I still have to read all three books and do my art history homework before the school year starts in like three weeks, four weeks. So, you know, we've all been there, right? Another thing is like the whole college process. Dang, it's really weighing on me, man. I just have so much to do. I don't even know how to apply for colleges. (laughs) I'm only 17. I can't handle this kind of responsibility. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, it's something that I don't procrastinate on. Again, like I said earlier, 
is optional things. I have a lot of hobbies that I just like to do, just things that I just like to do. I love writing songs, I love writing music, you know, playing instruments and stuff. I'm writing books and I, I like reading for, you know, personal entertainment instead of reading for school. And I love organizing things. That is something I will just do. I cannot like walk through a room without at least like folding a blanket that is on the floor or something. I have to like pick things up because not just because like I feel the need to have a clean house all the time, which I do, but also just because I just like doing that. That's like something to do is clean. This morning, like first thing in the morning when I woke up, I cleaned the bathroom <laughs> because I was like, "Ooh, I should clean this bathroom. It's dirty. <laughs> you know, I didn't have any like responsibility to do it. We're not required. You know, my mom's not like clean that bathroom. That's usually me, actually. Um, but I just wanted to clean the bathroom, so I did. Um, so I do all these, like, optional tasks, and I get a lot done. Even though I can't do that with things I'm actually required to do, like my schoolwork. But it ends up meaning that I actually have a really productive day, even though I didn't get anything done that I actually have to get done. For example, I keep saying for example. There's going to be a lot of examples in this podcast, apparently. Anyway, I... The other day, I'm revising the first book that I wrote right now, and I'm—it's—it's <laughs> it's a wild ride. I started writing it when I was 12, and I'm 17 now. It's been a long time. Um, it is not the only book I have written, though. It's—it has not taken me five years just to write one book. Um, but essentially, I'm revising it. This is like the fourth manuscript, and I was on chapter 17. And I could not edit chapter 17. I just could not bring myself to do it because there were so many things that I needed to fix and fix, and that was stressing me out. So I just, again, I was procrastinating. And one day, you know, it was like two or three days ago, I sat down and was like, Katie, you have to edit chapter 17. You know what you need to change. You know how to change it. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Just do it, you know? <laughs> and so I forced myself to sit down and... I ended up editing the whole entire thing in one sitting, which is not something I usually do because I just get, like, crazy. Like, I just get, like, fidgety in my chair and I just can't even keep looking at my computer. But I edited the whole thing in one sitting and I was very proud of myself and I was like, yes, this is awesome. I'm very glad that I finished editing this chapter of my book. And then once I got that out of the way, I was able to just, like, go on a roll. And it's funny, though, because, like, the next couple of chapters after that, Oh my gosh, they're so bad. It's so funny because, again, I wrote this book so long ago that I didn't really know where I was going with it, for one thing. Like, now I know where the series is kind of going, like, what the plot's all about. But back then, I was just improvising. I didn't do outlines. I didn't plan anything. I just wanted to write a book. So I did, and it wasn't good. <laughs> so I edited it, and I edited it again, and now I'm on the fourth manuscript. But still, there's just still so many things I need to change. So now I'm trying to, like, cut chapters into billions of pieces to like combine them and make them make sense like right now I'm trying to stitch three chapters into one chapter that is cohesive and still has all the necessary plot points in it and character development oh my gosh I did not do a good thing when I tried to write this book without knowing what it was going to be about but after that I wrote another book and it's you know the second book and it's going to be a trilogy and oh my gosh I didn't, I didn't plan that one out either. It was really bad at first. I actually never finished the first manuscript when I tried it because it was just it was just so bad. And eventually I kind of came up with something and I, you know, have an actual first manuscript now. I haven't edited it at all. 
But even now, it's so much better than that first book was just because I kind of had some background because of the first book, even though the second book is basically not related to the first book at all. That's a whole nother story. I'll talk about my books one day. But oh my gosh, I just need to, for the third book, I'm definitely going to write a freaking outline. I don't know how I could do it again without writing an outline. It would take another six years just to write one more book. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. Hey, fellas, if you ever want to write a book, first of all, write an outline. Like, come up with an actual plot, have an actual conflict, and characters with actual motives, and write an outline. Because that is that is the best way to like know what your book is about because if you are writing a book and you don't even know what it's about how are you going to write your book that's like like I tried trust me and the book was just terrible and I fixed it since then but still oh my gosh anyway as I was saying um I'm editing these chapters and I'm trying to like make it work but I just can't because they're so crazy there's nothing I was just trying to like fill up space because I thought the book had to be a certain length. Okay, anyway, I'm, I keep talking about books. I'm, I said I'm going to make a whole podcast about books. I was getting somewhere with this. Oh, yes, it has to do with achieving. So um, I did make a little note about this. So I'm talking about procrastinating and the fact that I like can't make myself do things. And so sometimes that makes me question, why have I been able to persevere in writing this book series for five years if I can't even like make myself do my homework? <laughs> You know, how does that even work? I wish I had an answer to that, um, but I have all these hobbies and I don't know why I'd like drop them so easily. It's again, that like inability to just like, commit to something. I don't know. And it's not like I have commitment issues. I've actually never even had any way of testing whether I have commitment issues. I tend to just hold on to something and then it just sticks around like my love for books. That just never went away. And I have all these hobbies. I think I'm, like, scared to drop my hobbies because I'll pick something up. And once I pick up a hobby, I have to succeed in it. This is part of that whole my process of achieving is just doing and doing and doing and doing until I succeed. Because I don't know why. I. It's not that I would feel weird about it if I didn't succeed. I think just knowing that I could have accomplished something but didn't would not sit well with me again that's kind of sad and probably like a little bit narcissistic <laughs> i have to be the best at everything no it's not like that i really i don't have to be the best at everything i'm not one of those people who is like upset when someone scores better on something than me or does better at a sport than me or finishes the book faster than i did you know i i've never i mean maybe as a kid i was like that but these days uh-uh i'm just proud of myself if i finish anything ever because literally I can't like stick to something I like it's like I started a painting I think in June and I still haven't finished it I did I painted for one day in June never went back to it and that is weird to me so I keep telling myself oh I'm gonna go back to this I'm gonna go back to this painting and I don't because but but I, I don't know why I just keep telling myself that I do. I could just drop the painting. But I think it's the fact that I started. I can't just be like, well, I put that effort into it and I can't just let that go to waste. Because I, I think I have a problem with wasting time. I always say, say to my mom, like, 
or even my friends, if we're talking about like watching movies or watching TV, I hate watching movies and watching TV. I, I hate the feeling of sitting down and just kind of watching something. Maybe if it was like a documentary, it wouldn't bother me. But if I'm not, it's this like lack of productivity thing problem that I have where if I'm sitting and watching a movie, I'm not accomplishing anything. There are other things that I could be doing, could be getting done. And it just makes me feel weird that I'm just sitting there doing something that is essentially a waste of time from a productivity standpoint. And that shouldn't like bother me. It's really because all the things that I could be doing aren't the be all end all of life. And it's okay to take a break and watch a movie from time to time. But there's this underlying uh, desire to always be working towards a goal for me and sitting and watching movie, watching movies is not accomplishing that. So I just, it's just weird for me and I hate that about myself. I love myself, but I hate that about myself because <laughs> I wish I could just enjoy things without worrying about the the things I could be doing. Like, oh, I could have done that. I should have done that. No, just live in the moment, bro. If you want to watch a movie with the fam, do it. Just do it. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's sometimes nice that I kind of want to have goals to accomplish all the time. Because um, I'm someone who likes to work. And when I say work, I don't mean, like, go to work at the ice cream stand that I just quit from and serve people for six hours. No, that's not what I say when I mean I like to work. I mean, I like to learn. You know, reading is learning for me all the time. I like to study random things. I'm studying astronomy for fun. I'm studying German for fun because I, like, want to know information. And that's something awesome. That's one of the things I don't hate about myself, you know, is that I am constantly kind of seeking new knowledge because uh, there are a lot of people who aren't like that, who are happy to just kind of be as they are, which is fine. No shade. But I, I always want to be kind of bettering myself as a person and improving. And you have to put in the work to be able to do that. So I'm glad that I'm someone who's willing to put in the work, um, even though I procrastinate all the time. But it's one of those things where if it's something that I'm doing on of my own accord, like studying astronomy or studying German, I don't procrastinate. You know, I will actually actively do it. But... Again, when I have that responsibility, like to do my Spanish homework or to do my pre-calc, I don't want to do it because I'm forced to. So maybe maybe I should be homeschooled because then there would be no one forcing me to do anything. I'd just be like, yeah, um, on my own time, I can do this. So that means I can just do it now. Might as well get it done, you know? Maybe virtual learning will be good for me. It was pretty okay in the second semester last year of junior year, you know, because again like there was like a short schedule but aside from that we had so much just at home like you have to do your own work kind of thing and that worked really well for me I did really well like my grades were all good um I did really bad on my a push exam but I I mean I can't say I didn't see that coming I thought I was gonna do better than I did I got a two in case anyone was wondering what a shame if you got worse than that, no worries. Everyone's different. For my standards, a two is not great for like my the amount of work I put in, but it's fine. It's fine, you know? Everybody's different. I, I didn't take A push so that I would do well on the exam. I took A push because I wanted to bring up my GPA, and it worked. <laughs> so, you know, that's fine. 
I did good on my other AP exam, which was the more important one to me. Um, is someone at my door? My whole family's here today. I decided to let go of my inhibitions and not care that there are people listening because, you know, honestly, if they if they think it's weird that I'm recording a podcast, that's on them. I'm recording a podcast because I think it's a fun time and I like talking into this microphone. It makes me feel really cool. Uh, speaking of talking into this microphone, another of the things that I like want to achieve is recording an audiobook. That is a super weird thing to want to do. But again, I love reading. I love writing. That's just my thing. And I think I, I feel like I could record a good audiobook. There's a lot of inflection in my speech. You know, it wouldn't be monotonous like the current one I'm listening to for Frankenstein. I think it'd be pretty, pretty fun to do. So I could just sit here. I should probably get a microphone stand because I currently have to hold mine with my hand and it's kind of a pain because I, you know, I can't just put it down and like talk and do other things at the same time. I have to be holding the microphone the whole time. But I could get a microphone stand. I could put it on my desk, which I'm not at. I'm currently on my floor in my closet again. And I could just read into this microphone. And I think it would be fun. And I would probably do it for a school book because not only would it force me to actually read my school book, but it would also benefit the people who have to read that book after me. You know, at my specific school, you know, all the uh, incoming seniors would be like, wow, this upperclassman or this older student, probably now alum, recorded all these audiobooks and put them on YouTube so that we can benefit from them. The only problem is that I don't know if that is legal. Because <laughs> there are a lot of audiobooks on YouTube. But I don't know if they're up there legally. Because that could be a problem. Maybe if it's classic literature, it doesn't matter. I actually have no idea. Because, like, Frankenstein, you know, Mary Shelley is dead. So is it really a problem if you're illegally putting her audiobook on YouTube? What about, like, Homer? He's even more dead. I don't know. But I totally, totally want to record an audiobook. And if not illegally put it on YouTube, then I would totally just get a job. I've actually researched that. See, the, the funny thing is that with this desire to achieve things, I do research on how to achieve the things that I want to achieve. So I've Googled so many, like, jobs that I would love to do. Because I've always been one of those people who would not want to just settle down and do one job for my entire life, you know? That does not appeal to me at all. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to be a singer. Sometimes I'm like, I want to be a producer. Sometimes I'm like, I want to be a songwriter. Other times I'm like, I am going to be an author. Other times I'm like, I'm going to be an audiobook recorder. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to be a radio show host. And sometimes I'm like, I'm going to be an astronomer. I'm going to be an astronaut. There's just so many things that I want to do, which is really funny, honestly, and kind of like childish hope dreaming, you know? Um, what was, where was I, what was I even getting at? What was I even talking about? What? I remember what I was talking about. It was about researching how to do these jobs. I have researched how to record an audio or how to become an audiobook recorder. And it's always like, you need an agent who will find you jobs. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm 17 can't just get an agent just like that. I live in Maryland. <laughs> I'm sure there are people from Maryland who have actually succeeded in, you know, interesting jobs. But I feel like, I don't know. I was listening to Phineas, um, Phineas O'Connell. He's Billie Eilish's brother. 
if any of you don't know, because I'm sure you all know who Billie Eilish is. I'm a huge Phineas fan, though. I was listening to one of his interviews, and he was talking about Billie and just saying, you know, Billie's so lucky because circumstances have literally allowed her to have the job that she has. You know, Billie Eilish is amazing. She's so talented. She's, I just really like her music and stuff, but the the what Phineas was saying really resonated with me because if Billy didn't live in LA, if she like didn't have a producer for a brother, if she didn't, you know, have these circumstances of life, she probably wouldn't be the singer that she is. You know, she could still be great at singing, she could be like a small town singer or something. But, you know, one of the things Phineas said was that there are probably more talented people in the world and they will just never be able to, you know, do anything with that because of the circumstances of their life. And I'm like, yeah, that's so true. And for me specifically, I mean, I'm I'm not like my life is I'm very blessed. Like my life is very good. I have a very, you know, good family, very good. I go to a great school, you know, whatever, whatever. But it, the, considering the kind of jobs that I want to have, I feel like just because of where I live, it would be much harder to, like, get those jobs, you know? Maryland people don't just become singers. <laughs> Do people even know Maryland exists? I don't even know. Does Maryland even exist? That is the question. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like I would be less afraid to, like, actually try to achieve some of these goals if I lived somewhere where they were more attainable. But I'm not moving to New York City or LA anytime soon, I can guarantee you that. Because I'm going to neither of those places for college, in fact. I don't know where I'm going to college, but it's not going to be New York or LA. I don't like cold weather and I don't want to go across the country. So, you know, oh, can you hear my siblings screaming in the background? <laughs> yes, well, I mean, this podcast is probably about reaching its end because I have a 30-minute limit. But, um... Yeah, I just wanted to talk about kind of my, again, process of achieving today. And I probably, like, did not do it justice. This was a very not cohesive podcast. And that's what I get for not having an outline. <laughs> if that is the moral of the story today, it is to do an outline for every single thing you ever do in life. If you need to if you need to paint your, paint your house, <laughs> write an outline. If you need to, um, if you need to go to the grocery store, write a grocery list. If you need to record a podcast, write an outline. If you need to cut down trees, write an outline. <laughs> that is the moral of the story. I might just change this podcast name to write an outline. Who knows? Thank you for listening. And I will either see you next month or sometime before that.